0: Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Rootspace Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development, and I was a bit late, I was a bit late, I was a bit late with this podcast because the iCubs game just got over, it's a little bit after 11, and Iowa just won, I will start there, Mike hoss child, hoss child, um, the, the iCubs bullpen is racked, there. It, the people who should be in Iowa are in Chicago, and there's a couple of guys who are in Iowa who really don't want them to pitch. Ben Leaper's one of them. He's basically healthy, but they just don't want him to pitch. Somebody else like that, I can't remember who. Uh, lefty, Ryan Lawler, I think. Um, they're healthy, they just don't want to use them. So, the bullpen is like four or five guys, which really isn't ideal in AAA. Uh, it's more like six or seven, but still, in AAA, you want to have more depth than that because occasionally a game will go extra innings. Hmm. Or else you'll have a doubleheader. Huschild hmm. um, went six innings. Iowa led five to one. And the... Lead vaporized with, let me see, who, did I write it down? Yeah, Tony Singrani gave up, Tony Singrani and Scott Efros, who pitched yesterday. They're just using the four or five guys that they have. um, Iowa trailed six to five. Now I'm I'm hooked on this. Got the scores wrong. Uh, Iowa trailed 7-6 to to the ninth. Iowa trailed 7-6 to to the 9th. And Greg Dykman homered to make it... I was right, it was 6-5. To to make it 6-6. Greg Dykman hit a pinch home run against a lefty to make it 6-6. Ian Miller walked, stole second, and scored on a... Nick Martini, two out single, between two infield defenders to make it seven to six. Dylan Maples was unable to hold the lead in his second inning of work because he's got to get overused because everybody else is getting overused. So uh, tied at seven to the top of the tenth. Nick Martini, no Greg Dykeman. Singled and run and Ian Miller blasted a three run homer to put the cubs up eleven to seven. Ethan Roberts with a relatively clean three up three down eleventh inning, and the I cubs win eleven to seven. Alfonso Rivas, two for five, don't sue me on these numbers because uh, I was jotting them down as they go, and somebody may have gotten a hit in the 10th inning, so I may be a little bit off on these, but I'm pretty close. Alfonso Rivas, two for five, two runs scored. Jared Young, two for three, runs scored, two RBIs. Greg Dykeman, two for two, one runs, uh, two for two, two runs scored, two driven in. Um, Trent Giambroni, five, one, one, two. Edwin Figuera was one for two. To with a, I think he, yeah, he hit a home run. Giambroni hit a home run. Um, it, it was, it was a bit of a, uh, it was a bit of a taffy pull. It's a bit of a taffy pull, but uh, Iowa ended up winning it. It would be nice if at some point they get a reliever dropped off who can uh, burn some innings because they are. Desperately in need of someone who can extend a game. Tennessee, Dakota Chalmers was the starter. And it wasn't a fantastic outing for him. Five and a third, five hits, three runs, three earned, two walks, five strikeouts, two home runs. He's still in that situation. When you look at the major league club and when you look at the pipeline, the goal for the offseason is figuring out which guys deserve a 40-man roster spot. Which guys have earned a 40-man roster spot? And I talk about that a lot, but it's really not particularly incidental. It's actually kind of important. Has this guy earned a roster spot? Has this guy earned a roster spot? Has this guy earned a roster spot? You can't give out 47. You can only give out 40, and you're not going to want to give out 40 because you probably want to have 34... Somewhere in that range, because you won't the, the team will presumably if there's actually going to be a season which is even more in doubt now than before um you're gonna you're gonna have some question marks uh Dakota Chalmers may possibly earn a forty man roster spot I don't know it, it's it's he's he's center column like i talk- talked to the big club he's very center column um Offense splashed a four-run sixth inning to put the Smokies up 6-3. to Brennan Davis, line drive home run. You'll want to see the video of it. It wasn't a long home run, but it was a line drive, and it sounded really nice. Sounded really nice. If you ever do the Twitter thing, uh, check out hashtag CubsTeam2023. As you would expect, it would be spelled Cubs Team 2023. I have videos for days of just everybody doing anything of the guys that I think are going to be among the next. Among the next. I'll I'll just leave it that way. Um Chase Strumpf doubled and walked. He's almost to the point where he's over his horrible start to the season. Um Christopher Morrell doubled in three runs in the four-run sixth inning. Did anybody have a... I don't think anybody had a great defensive play from the outfield tonight. Um, Brian Hudson and Brandon Little pitched well. They pitched four innings of solid relief, only giving up one run between the two of them. And Tennessee won... 6-3. 6 to 3. Once it got to 6 to 2, it was kind of pretty much over. Um Birmingham White Sox affiliate. Uh not really a whole lot of fight in them. Just saying. Um Myrtle Beach started Joe Nahas. There is no reason Joe Nahas should be getting out advanced day hitters. There really isn't, but he keeps doing it. So what do you do with that? What you know, he, he keeps getting out advanced A hitters. He was bumped up to double A, had trouble there. A lot of people have trouble with double A, but he keeps getting out advanced A hitters. If a guy's constantly getting out advanced A hitters, he's doing something well. Um, he allowed a solo homer in the second. That's about it. That was about it. Six innings, three hits, two walks, six strikeouts, one run, now, what do those numbers mean? What are those numbers? Uh, six K's, one run. Wow. What, ooh, I have no idea what that means. Uh, I wrote something down, and I I knew what it meant at the time, but as of right now, I have no idea. Danius Correa, two, two innings, two hits, no runs, two strikeouts. Uh, Eduard, Eduarniel Nunez, one inning pitched, one hit, no runs. Bullpen did a nice lockdown job for South Bend against a very good Quad Cities team. The offense was uh again a bit wide and varied Harrison Wenson who I'm going I'm going to have to write an extended story on Harrison Wenson over the offseason. If you watch him in again If you're assessing Harrison Wenson on what are his numbers, you're going to hate him as a catcher. You're just going to absolutely hate him as a catcher because there's nothing there. How is that guy going to be valuable? If you're paying attention to games, if you're listening to games, if you're watching games, it's not even so much that he digs pitches out of the dirt or throws out base runners. Pitchers love pitching to him. And... He reads them the riot act in a way that it works. Harrison Wenson will eventually be a coach. Will I let you break my cell phone over that if I'm wrong? Hmm. Probably not. Probably not. But I'm relatively confident that if uh, Harrison Wenson wants to be a coach, he will be. Because... That the the Cubs pitchers love him. Uh let's see now what else do we have going on in this game? Whole bunch of stuff in really small writing all of a sudden. Why did I write in such small um Bradley Beasley Homered? Um Oh that's what it was. Wenson Homered in the second. Iowa uh, South, South Bend added one in the third, one in the fourth, one in the sixth. Bradley Beasley drove in two. Harrison Lenson Homer, Bradley Beasley drove in two. Um, Jake Slaughter and Jonathan Perlaza both had two hits each. Now Myrtle Beach is actually the game I'm leaning the most heavily on today. Last night I was talking about how some nights are not sixes, sevens, eights, or nines, if you're assessing. Tonight, I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, but there was enough here. Um, ooh, let, let, let's say you're looking at a piece of, ooh. Uh, I'm not even sure. May, may, maybe there's some sort of uh, critter, some sort of critter, some, fish, maybe fish. Uh, you wouldn't really expect there to be a whole lot of meat, uh, a whole lot of, you know, edible on the fish, but when it all gets, you know, filleted and all that, there's actually quite a bit of meat there. That's kind of what today is, uh, with the Brennan Davis hitting a home run, um, Greg Dykman having a nice day, um, Joe Nahas continuing to stun people, um, Eduarniel Nunez. I I I have to remember, when I talk about Eduarniel Nunez, it's not Eduarniel, it's Eduarniel. The U is a syllable all unto itself, which is not the way it is in English, but it is in Spanish. So, me giving you free Spanish advice. You don't want Spanish advice from me, but there you go. Um, Tyler Schlafer started against the Fayetteville... Fayetteville Woodpeckers. Oh, funny story, funny story. When the announcer for Fayetteville, uh, don't know if it's the announcer or the PA guy, either or, whichever one. Kind of funny, kind of funny. I thought it was. Uh, You know how when Harry Carey used to do the um, seventh inning stretch, he'd sing about a half of the song. You know, he'd sing, and then he wouldn't sing, and then... And then he wouldn't sing, and then he'd sing a bit more. and He was more than half the song, but there were a couple of lines that he took off. And this guy here who was uh, over the air singing the uh, seven things, right? Take me out to the bone. It, it, it's not that he didn't know the words. It's just he was leaving the um, microphone open so... You heard the fans, so the fans were singing all that kind of stuff, but you know he he was singing part of the song, but not all of the song, so take me out to the ball game, take peanuts and each sings some, and then he'd leave it home got it gets about two thirds of the way through, and he says, "Root, peckers, fan <laughs> <laughs> woodpeckers, and he says, peckers." Okay. Yeah. Uh, it made me laugh. It might, might, you're probably, so what's so funny about that? But uh, it made me laugh. I don't know. I'm I, the, the eight-year-old Tim still exists. Tyler Schlafer was very good. Uh, went six. I was happy. He went five with developing pitchers. I walk into a game and a lot of times, whether I write it down or think about it, I think this is what I would like from this pitcher. Um, by now, a lot of times it's give me five innings, give me five innings, hook him like a fish, get him out of there, bring in the bullpen. Usually that's fine. Five innings with, um, by now, six innings is a lot of times what I would like, but if he gets five, that's fine. Kind of like with Adrian Sampson today. He gave four to the Cubs. That's fine. No worries. That's, that's all they needed. Um, then get in the bullpen. Schlafer went six. I was floored because uh, ninth-round draft pick, UIC commit. Today, I think I heard the announcer saying 94, 95. I've heard 97, 98 before. He's going to back his way into being a 35-plus or a 40 because even though he's been struggling at the low-A level, um he shouldn't be doing this well. He shouldn't be doing this well. It's like not like a Joe Nahas thing where he's a college he was a college senior and he's, you know, out uh he's Nahas is very possibly getting out hitters who are less established. And, you know, using the um changing speeds, um, Harrison Wenson reads where his feet uh, where the hitter's feet are flashes a curve, delivers the curve, the batter swings through it, you know, that kind of stuff. It's very possible that Joe Nahas is getting out the weaker hitters, haven't run a um, any sort of a program, but it just, he, he continually does better than I'm expecting. Schlafer, he's basically found money. I was not expecting him to be anything. I was not expecting him to be nearly as good as he's been. And tonight he went six against... Um, on, he went six on the road against Fayetteville who had done very well the night before against Richard Gallardo who, who I'm going to start calling him Richard now because the... uh Fayetteville announcer called him Richard Gallardo. And it's like, you know, that's probably right. He's from Venezuela. It probably is Richard. So um, Schlafer did very well on the offense. The offense is... Oh, Schlafer, one other thing. First inning, four pitches. Second inning, eight pitches. through two innings, 12 pitches. I'll take that. He already had a 3-0 nothing lead. By the time he took the mound in the second, the offense, um, there wasn't a whole lot of uh, monster clubbing going on. Kevin Made, uh 3-for-5, RBI and a double. Ezekiel Pagan, 3-for-5, two runs with a triple. Ed Howard, 1-for-4, two RBIs. Hendrik Piango, let me see, two for four runs scored, two RBIs, Jacob Wetzel, two for three, two runs walk, uh, 14 hits by the offense, four walks. Now, that's all good. That's all good. That's all good. I really enjoyed that. In the seventh inning and the eighth inning, they went with Bailey Reed, who's oftentimes their closer, which kind of threw me. It's like, why is Bailey Reed in the eighth? Because, Earlier in the day, Riley Martin had been added to the roster, and I was thinking, you know, this would be a good time to bring in Riley Martin. But they brought in Bailey Reed, so with other games going on, I started paying attention to the other games, games that were a bit more compelling. And the Cubs snuck in Riley Martin for the ninth inning. Riley Martin was a uh, 2021, I'm going to say seventh round pick, fourth, fifth, no, a sixth round pick. Could be 7th, but I'm going to say 6th. I think it was 6th. Uh Shavers was 7th. Yeah, so it was 6th. Riley Martin, 6th round pick, left-handed pitcher out of Quincy University. Quincy University, a Division II school, and he had obscene strikeout numbers in college. Cubs drafted him with a ma- massive, massive, monstrous, Signing bonus of $1,000. Had he not signed for $1,000, they they probably had two or three other guys who were going to be willing to sign for that. But Martin said, yeah, sure, what the heck? I'll, I'll sign for $1,000. I want to pitch in pro baseball. So you know, he, he to me, until tonight, he was a novelty act because signed for $1,000, had crazy numbers in college, interesting sounding, but had nothing to go with, nothing to go on... Had not played in a game, hadn't listened to him yet. Well, tonight he got in for the ninth against Fayetteville. The Woodpeckers, or the Peckers, if you're the announcer at the game, um, came into a game that was, I think it was six to, I didn't write this one down. I think it was six to one. It was, you know, it was one-sided and uh, not that Fayetteville had, Um, mailed it in, but you know, when you're up six to one going into the ninth, sometimes it's easier to, um, put teams away. Uh, Riley Martin comes in for the ninth inning and three up, three down, two strikeouts. And somebody ran a video of one of his breaking balls. And I was thinking, off that's not a D2 breaking ball. That, no, that's not a D2 breaking ball. It was sharp. I'm not a pitch doctor or anything, but that was a sharp enough breaking ball. That's going to get out real hitters. You know, that's going to get out D1 guys. That's going to get out power five guys. Uh, It was, I think, the second pitch in the uh, the sequence. Um, Just just absolutely filthy nasty. You're just not going to do anything with it. Uh, He fanned two out of three hitters. Now, Riley Martin has a bb ref page has something you can look back to and uh it's all good it's nice to see quality last night i i said it's really difficult sometimes to justify you know putting a six or a seven or an eight or a nine on a day uh, i don't know what number, number it would be but there was there was quality at every level there was quality at every level Dominican Summer League, normally they get Wednesdays off, but they were making up for games that were rained out. Um, DSL Red wins 5-4. to four. Frank Hernandez homered. Um, Lionel Espinosa-Oferman Hernandez and Raul Guzman had two hits along with Frank Hernandez. Christian Rojas... And Yoandi Duran combined for five scoreless innings. Good to see, good to see, good to see. Six, uh, that was five to four. The DSL red one, DSL blue one, six to four. Um, Yoan Fran Rojas, two for four. Wally Soto, two for three. Two runs, an RBI, a double, and a triple. Oliver. Roquet, two innings pitched, no runs, one walk, three strikeouts. Michael Arias, one inning pitched, no runs, two strikeouts. So basically, everybody in the Cubs system, with the exception of the Mesa squad, who didn't play because it was their day off, everybody in the Cubs pipeline won. If I were to hang a number for today if i if I can only use whole numbers, I'd probably hang a seven if I were to be able to go with like Olympic scoring you know uh eight, seven seven four seven six today was a really good day today was a really good day and To an extent, it flowed from the parent club. Because you get Michael Hermosillo doing something. Oh, but Michael Hermosillo, he's like ancient, he's old. If players are doing stuff, I don't know if you... That's a different podcast. I was going to go there. That's a different podcast. But players who are cost-controlled for on into the future... Those players can be of value until it's proven they no longer are. Players, regardless who they are. Greg Dykman. Oh, but he had a bad first time. Greg Dykman got back to AAA. Alex Cohen. So, uh, you know, he he was... Alex has seen many players who... Go up to Major League ball. It just doesn't work for whatever reason. And they get sent back. That's got to be an awkward conversation, no? No? Uh, So how's it feel getting sent back down to AAA after having been on Major League meal money for a couple weeks? How, How do you even respond to that? But you have to ask the question. But he was tactful about it uh, Alex was, and, um, Greg Dykman said, it's all right, you know, I, I, I got up there, I had some swings, now I get to come back here and play every day and get better and get called back up, which is exactly the attitude you want. Will Adrian Sampson be a long-term piece? I don't know. But it's a whole lot easier to say, you know, we have Adrian Sampson on the 40-man roster and he might be at least adequate next year. It's a lot easier to say it for Adrian Sampson than had he gone out and had a Jake Arrieta-like outing. I'm just saying. Um, There's stuff going on. There's stuff going on that you can see. There's stuff going on that you can't see. But uh, despite all the other stuff that went on, despite all the big names, despite the Brennan Davis home run, despite the Greg Dykeman pinch homer to tie the game in the ninth, despite the, all the everything else, I really like the Riley Martin debut. It's his first pro game. his first pro game with a box score. He will finally have something on BBREF in the morning and it will be a good outing. It will be a very good outing. And with that, it's not like players at the low A level, if they have a bad outing, they're going to get farmed back out. The idea was he's proven enough. Wherever he was, why ever? He got moved up to, a, uh, to low A ball. He's going to get looks there. He pitched today. He'll have tomorrow off. He'll either pitch again on Friday or Saturday, and they'll be patient with him. And they'll probably get him about, oh, 10 or 12 innings this season. And then they'll say, okay, you're done. Thank you very much. Uh, put him on a 60-day injured list with a uh, quad strain or something like that. Whatever. Maybe they'll just shut him down. And uh, it's all good. The goal for the new players, the goal for the new players is to get looks, to get experience at the new level. Riley Martin debuted today. Tomorrow. Look for um, <laughs> Casey Obitt, Opitz to debut tomorrow. Look for Parker Matt to debut. Draft picks, get them looks, get them in games, get them swings, get them opportunities to play, get them experience, get looks, see where they might possibly belong next year, and. Have enough video of them so the Video Geek Squad can look at what's available and say, "Here, this is what you need to work on today." The hell! I'm sorry for that. My computer went wonky on me. Um, today was a good day. Seven four seven five, something like that yeah really the, my 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 screen went absolutely blank, and I thought my podcast had stopped running on me um today was a good day, and not just because all the teams won when there are forward steps at every level. Ed Howard had a good day. Kevin Made had a good day, Ezekiel Pagan had a good day, a lot of players had a nice day. Denise Correa continuing to do things at the advanced A-level. Denise Correa, he's he's going to be one of those guys that's going to have have to be assessed for a 40-man roster spot. There will be a whole lot of guys making that push for a 40-man roster spot. And the ones that don't get one, some of them will get picked by other teams. And on the day of the Rule 5 draft, why didn't the Cubs protect this guy? You can't protect them all. You don't want to protect them all. If you have a bunch of depth, if you have a bunch of depth and players are becoming eligible for the Rule 5 draft, if some of them get plucked by other teams, fantastic. I hope they do well. I hope they do well. I don't um, I don't limit my well-wishings to players who remain in the Cubs system. I'm happy Anthony Rizzo's doing well. I'm happy Chris Bryant's doing well. It's fantastic. And when players get drafted out of the Cubs pipeline, the Rule 5 draft, I wish them the best as well. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Nice night tonight. Very nice night tonight. Um, kind of a bit rugged on Wednesday. Much better today. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe. Be nice to others, and remember, there is a full slate of minor league games tomorrow. Now, I don't know which games on Marquee Network. I really don't. I probably should. Let's see. It's not in Iowa. They're in Saint Paul. It's not. In, it's not the Myrtle Beach game. Um, Tennessee's at home. South Bend is at home. Maybe either. Maybe one of those two are on. I. I, I don't know who's on tomorrow night. But there should be a game. There should be a game. And if you have the marquee network option, watch, 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 because the future the the present in the minor leagues predicts the future at the parent club level. And regardless which game you end up getting to watch, and if there's nothing on marquee sports network, Pick the game that interests you. I don't have the starting pitchers uh for who's going on Thursday, but it's pretty much to the point where regardless which game you're pegging, if you're following me on Twitter, I'll have something some point here soon. Uh well eh, I'll probably wait until tomorrow. But uh Pick a game. Pick a game. Listen. Learn. Understand. If you really like the young guys that have been playing at the Chicago, uh, with Chicago, um, you're bummed about Janess Wee-Fargus getting DFA'd, pay attention to Iowa. Their pitching's a bit sketchy, but you'll probably get to watch Greg Dykman play, which ought to be a good thing. Um, if it's Tennessee, if you want to watch uh, Brennan Davis, oh yeah, that'll work. Chase Strumpf is coming around. Christopher Morel is worth watching. The two Nelsons are both good to watch. South Bend has Alexander Canario and Bryce Ball. They're both worth paying attention to. Across the board, the pipeline is good because the pipeline has watchable talent, entertaining talent. Pick a game watch a game. And here's the really fun thing about the minor leagues. If you pick a game and you're listening to a game, you're watching a game, man, they're losing seven to one in the third inning. Change games. Change games. If a game gets non-compelling, if somebody just doesn't have it, switch games. There's four of them. There's four of them. And they play Tuesday through Sunday. And unless there's funky weather going on, um, they're playing all, they're playing every game. Tennessee has a double header tomorrow. So I'm not sure when they start. They might jump at, uh, normally, normally they jump at six and it's a pure double header. So they might start at 430 tomorrow. So, wow. You can, uh, possibly listen to them on your way home as I'm putting things together. Thanks for stopping by. Be safe, be nice to others, and pick a good game to watch tomorrow, uh, to Pick a good game to follow tomorrow.